On this episode, Dill Pickles and Crackers, featuring Post Malone, we will be going over racial themes that Harper Lee expresses and other themes, how insignificant characters carry out these themes, and how the people of Maycomb face debatable opinions every day. That's it. Okay, so I know this episode is dill pickles and crackers, but what are crackers anyways? Well, crackers, referring to the 1800s, is a term used for poor white farmers in the South. Really? Yep, that's what they were called. Oh. And that's why our title is Dill Pickles and Crackers, because in Maycomb, everybody was a poor farmer, and most people were white. Oh, and then like dill pickles, like oh, oh the like character food, dill, like food. Oh, okay, I got that now. It's more like the character dill. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of dill, I don't think he really helped. What did he do? Well, dill Harper Lee used this character and other insignificant characters to carry out themes like racial injustice. Well, that was my topic. I like I was studying racial injustices. Oh, and what did you find out about them? I found out that most people were just like persuaded that people were bad based on just what they heard. But mm. really, they could have had different ideas. They just didn't choose to believe them. So was it more like the stoning in Jesus's time where oh yeah, people picked up stones based on what other people thought and what other people yeah. did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Mark, a good example. Yeah. Mark Twain also used that. He did? He did. Oh. In his The Mysterious Stranger. Ah, good book you guys should get it you guys should and now let's pull out of the zipper question bag Cecil Jacobs is a big fat hen okay well now that that's out of our way why do you think Scout did say that instead of cursing well, or something else. I, Atticus really taught her to just hold her tongue, even though sometimes she tackles people. Anyways, I think he, like, he brought in the opinion, like, his opinion, which was everyone should be treated equally. And that's why I think, um, like, Dill, Scout, and um, Jim really were, like, taught differently than other kids. Because, well, Dill probably could have been, like, treated differently, but Atticus had, like, also a big part in Dill's life because he... He was there most of the time for Dill. For the summertime. Yeah. yeah. So that was basically your topic, right, Dill? Yes, my topic was Dill and other insignificant characters. Yeah. So after the gender equality, since we already covered all that jazz and stuff, um, so how did Dill have to do with the racial prejudice? Well, Dill had to do with the racial prejudice because during the trial scene, he starts crying. And nobody else is crying yet. He starts crying because they treat Tom Robinson so poorly. And then he goes outside and talks to Mr. Raymond. And he's the only one who is not ignorant in talking to him. And he takes the coke while Scout and Jim look at him like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, Dill did have a pretty good part in that because like everyone else was so focused on just saying like, Oh, Tom Robinson did it, obviously, because he's a black man and he harassed a white woman. But really, no one actually, like, took the time to listen to Atticus. I think he probably could have won if it was, like, a different time period. 
That kind of reminds me of Uncle Tom's Cabin, if you haven't read it. I haven't read that. Uh, it's about a slave whose owner beats him various oh, times. Oh, that's depressing. It is. So, are there any other themes that Harper Lee expressed in her book, To Kill a Mockingbird? Yeah, there's ones other than just, like, racial prejudice and stuff. We have a lot of gender equality issues, too. And that's basically, isn't that when Dill comes in or no? No, he's at the beginning. But there's another insignificant character that helps portray this theme. And oh. Alexa. Oh, yeah. Oh, isn't it Alexa- Alexandra? Mm-hmm. Yes, and Alexandra. Yeah. She displays this theme through the Admion pearls that she gives Scout and how she always wants Scout to be a proper lady. Yeah, she really wants Scout. Isn't There's like a lot of chapters, or not a lot of chapters, but a lot of like good pieces about when she's trying to get Scout to be a lady, but really Scout doesn't want to. Though at the end, though, she does give Scout her favorite pair of overalls after the attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good part. It was indeed. Yeah. Okay, back into the harsh topic, racism. Anyways, so there's my topic was how, or what I studied was how racial opinions affect everyone else. Like, you know, when like you're on the street and you hear someone being like, oh, that guy's black. We don't want to trust him. But then you really just want, you really just want to like, like, don't listen to other people's opinions when you don't agree to them. Sometimes your mind just kind of goes with like other pe- what other people say because you don't want to like offend them. But that's what most people in the book do. They kind of just go with everyone else. I th- now, you're saying all this, but are there any actual examples of racism in the book? Yeah, there's uh, so many examples. Well, one obvious one is Tom Robinson's court case. I mean, if he was, if he was a white man, that case could have been... That case definitely would have taken more than two hours to conclude because they would have had to thought through all of the details instead of just, you know, looking at the main points, which was he's a black man, he raped a white woman. And there's so much more than just that. Oh, yes, but that's the main one. And that one has been said multiple times throughout the book. It was a major plot point. But any other insignificant examples? Well, you can tell by the people of the town. You know how the white people, they're poor, but they're not as poor as the black people in the town. They're also treated differently. Uh, The white neighbors would, like, wave to each other and say, how's it going or something, unless they're Bobby Will, and then they stare and spit at people. But, um, so, yeah, there's just the people, the black people in the town, I think they really need to, like... I think they're trying to step out of their shell, which is when civil rights movement comes in, but um, they didn't really cover that part in the book. Yes, and you made very good points. Thank you. Now, we've covered the topics of racial injustices and other stuff like that, like insignificant characters. So, to conclude, we're basically going to say people of the town were pretty good people until the court case came. Yeah, that was Matthew. Sorry about that. Anyways, to conclude our segment, bye guys. This was Dill Pickles and Crackers. Enjoy To Chill a Mockingbird featuring Matthew. And Post Malone. Yes. To the loose. Special message from Post Malone. Hey, all y'all out there, I just want to let you know that race don't matter, white don't matter, black don't matter. It's all that. It's all the color differentiations don't matter. Yeah. It's just what's on the inside, you know? Yes.
Thank you for listening to Dill Pickles and Crackers. Hey, no problem.